Hey y'all and welcome back. I'm so happy you're here with me today. We're going to be reading from our little book. Mine that is the cover is ripped off of, but I've got to talk to somebody, God. It's Marjorie Holmes' Conversations with God. It's her prayers that she's prayed. And so far, everyone that I've read, I can totally relate to. It's like, she's in my head. <laughs> she's gone through the same things I've gone through. And it has really just helped me see things in a whole new light, some things that I just took for granted. And then it's helped me to think about things that I go through in a, in a different way. And I think that um, that's a wonderful thing, you know, to get a different insight. And all of this was because of God. He put this little book in my path. I'm not even gonna act like, I'm just just big surprise, you know? <laughs> so I'm gonna open this little book. We're gonna see where God is going to take us. Um, I feel him so strong this morning. I've been praying that he would just minister to us. I I need it. I'm sure like many of you, there's several things that I need, you know, a touch in my life about. And so we're just gonna see where God takes us. All right. Okay, so if you have this little book, we're going to be reading um, from page 66 and most of 67, it's a long one. Um, it's under the title, it's under the grouping, Keep Me At It, and the title of it is Violence. And let's just see what the Lord has to say to us. This violence, Lord, I am confused by all this violence. Where's Christ in the cruel violence that fills our newspapers, our movie and TV screens, and walks the city streets? Love your neighbor, he said, but love your enemies too. Give the robber your cloak, turn the other cheek. For God is love, he taught us. That is the whole secret of our relationship to each other and to you, to love, to show compassion, and to live in peace. Yet this violence, Lord, all this violence, isn't it enough that there is no respite from the savagery of war? Are we to have no respite from man's inhumanity to man, even in our homes? Murder for amusement? My children, if I'd let them, setting in trance before programs where people knife, gou knife, gouge, stamp, shoot, hang, strangle each other. Not kindness, not compassion, not even reason, but raw, brute viciousness. How can we find any significance in Christ's suffering if the spectacle of human suffering is so cheap and commonplace? and the actual violence that lurks beyond our doors. When a daughter is late coming home from the library, I worry. My faith and fears are at war. It isn't safe for any woman to walk alone, even by daylight anymore. Your stars are so bright tonight and the air is sweet with spring. I wanna take the dog for a run, but a boy walking his dog was assaulted by a gang last week and beaten so badly he may not live. Even a dog may not be protection, even a church. A friend driving home from prayer service was kidnapped by a man hidden in the back seat and her screams for help went unheeded by people passing by. We're afraid even to be good Samaritans anymore. Yet how can Christians live in fear? How can we love and help each other if we live in fear? What would Christ have done about this violence? I know he would never have huddled behind locked doors. He would have walked forth bravely, still teaching his truth of peace, of love. 
but just as he drove the money changers from the temple, he would have lashed out too against those who would destroy the souls as well as the body through evidence. God let me and my family live in a world of violence unafraid, but give us the mental and moral strength to combat this violence the way Christ would. Is she not describing our world today and to think that this book was copyright in 1968? Um, that's when it was copyright. I don't know when she wrote this, how long she had had all these and how long she was working on this book, but it was cop this version of this book was copyright in 1968. And here we are in 2023. And does it not sound like the world we live in? It's just, it's insane. It's insanity. And it all boils down to, we, I say we, I didn't, but the world has literally taken God out of every aspect. They don't want him to be a part of it. And then they wonder why all of this is happening. Well, first of all, God's a gentleman and he is not going to impose himself on you if you don't want it, first and foremost. But you've removed him. You've kicked him out. You, you've let him know you are not wanted here. Your services are not needed. Bye. Vacate the premises. And then we wonder why the world is in the state that it's in. When they won't allow prayers in our schools, but will allow satanic worshiping classes to be taught, when they will allow drag shows to be taught, when they will allow little kindergartners and first and second graders, and I don't know what all else to be taught how to pleasure themselves sexually, but we can't pray or read a scripture in school. That is the problem. Bottom line, you have removed God from everything. And don't even get me started on all these video games that these kids are allowed to play. I may sound like an old prude, but I'm sorry. It is, you can't allow that into the homes and your children sit in front of it or your grandchildren or even adults sit in front of those games and play them and it not affect them mentally. The music you listen to affects you. What you allow your eyes to see, your ears to hear, all of that plays a role. And that is why years ago, um, probably, mm, probably about five years ago, I started being very conscious of what I allowed myself to listen to. There was music in my on my iTunes. I had to delete because it was not good. Um, there was things I used to watch that I had to quit watching because it was not good. But that wasn't an overnight change that took place in me. The Lord began to work in me because I began to want relationship with Him and I began to have a prayer life and I began to get into my Bible and get into the Word. And I began to, instead of listening to worldly music, I started putting on the gospel music and listening to that and letting it penetrate into my soul. Instead of watching um, maybe some shows that I used to watch, I started putting on the wholesome shows like the Little House on the Prairies, like the Waltons, like all of that where God was sent, Wagon Trail, where God was very much taught on those shows. And I began watching all of that instead. And it, it makes such a big difference what we allow to come in through our eyes and our ears. Because the devil, all he needs is that little bit of a gap to get in. And once he's in, it will grow like a fungus. 
and it will just eat you up. And it's no wonder our world's in the way it is because we have literally, and I don't mean we, us, but the world has literally just told God, you're nothing. They mock him. They curse his name. They take his name in vain. They make fun of him. I mean, they have no, there's no fear of God anymore with most people. If you find a God fearing person, it's almost like a, what? It's, 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 we are, the God fearing people are the minority. We are no longer the majority as it once was. In God we trust, this, this country built on God and faith, it is no more. And why God continues to bless America, I have no clue except for the ones of us who are literally praying and pleading and covering this whole world, this our, our United States, because I don't know how he does it. I don't know how. Only thing I can think of is there's there's still so many of us out there who are praying. And that is why he's protecting us and, and we still have some grace. But the United States that I grew up in as a young child, as a teenager, and as a young adult is no more. I don't even hardly recognize my country anymore. I don't. And it is, it's sad. It is just, it's a sad, hurtful thing. And I cannot allow myself. I try to stay up to date as much as possible. But I cannot allow myself to get sucked into all the news and everything that's going on. Not because I want to just turn a, a blind eye and a deaf ear to it. I know it's happening. But I cannot let that overtake me. And it's like she made this this um, very good sign uh, line in here where she says... Um, her faith and her fears are at war. That's how I feel when I allow myself to consume too much news. And and first of all, it's all, we're not getting the truth anyway. We're getting what different ones want us to hear. Um, there might be a, a sprinkle of truth in a little bit of all of them that if you, you put them all together, you might can piece it together and get the full story. Um, so it's like, I can't let that consume me. I have to just know, yes, this world is in a horrible place. It is in a horrible state. The violence is rampant. The violence is just, I mean, can you eat? When the songs entice the, whoever's listening to it to partake in violence, when the video games, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Entice whoever's playing it to, you know, and they're playing, and they're not just sitting there and playing it for 20 or 30 minutes. Some of them sit there for hours and get so sucked into that that they honestly think it's real life. And that's how, I mean, you've heard about it on the news where these people would go out and try to act out some of these scenes in these video games they play. I mean, Lord, give me back the days of the Pac-Mans and the Donkey Kongs and the Pitfall and, um, What's that one? Asteroids? Ping? Pong? Whatever. Give me back those days because this mess these days, I don't want to partake in it. And I will not allow my children to partake in it. And it's getting really bad that now you really have to censor the cartoons because there's so many hidden messages that you think is so innocent that they're hiding behind 
a cartoon, but yet they're infiltrating our children's minds with just filth and garbage and stuff that goes against the word. It is just, it's insane. It's insanity. And if this don't tell us that we're in the end times, that we are living in the end times, I don't know what else we have to, to see to know that. That is why we must stay vigilant. We This is not the time to be relaxed in your prayer life. This is not the time to walk away from your relationship with God. And if you don't have a relationship with God, you still have time right now to get one. And he can help you and protect us through all of this mess that we're in, where, like she says, but give us the mental and moral strength to combat this violence the way Christ would. Let me and my family live in a world of violence unafraid. And we can, but we can't do it without God. We cannot. And I understand about her wanting to walk her dogs. When I moved into this neighborhood in 2017, it was nothing for me and Delana or myself, just by myself, to go walking. I won't do it now. And it's not that I have a bad neighborhood, okay? It's not that it's an unsafe neighborhood. I mean, there's policemen that live all in this neighborhood and everything. Um, and you, we really don't hear a lot of violence going on in this neighborhood. But I won't do it because, and I, I believe the Lord has kind of given me this insight. That's why, I mean, I've begged James, or not begged, but I've asked him to please go walk with me some because, you know, some of these uh, houses are like in corners and, and they're not visible from the street. And this is a very, it's a quiet neighborhood during the day and the evening times, you know. And I just won't go walk because all it would take was that one person to snatch me up and grab me in that house and who knows what could happen. And it's sad that we have to think that way, but we have to think that way. And I don't really like going out by myself. I mean, I do. Um, but I make sure that I'm very um, conscious of my surroundings. And, I, you know, there's places I won't go by myself. And there are places I won't go by myself at certain times. You know, and it's it's sad that we have to live like that and think like that. But we have to. We just have to. We have to think that way. And we can live in a world of violence, unafraid. And know that God has got us. But he also gives us common sense too. You know, I can walk my neighborhood and know that God has got me. But I believe he has given me common sense to know, Donna, that's probably not the brightest thing to do given today's day. Um, in fact, a few years ago, Delane and I was walking one day with me and her, you know. And I was just like, I really got an uneasy feeling at a certain part that we were walking in. And I'm just like we're not going to walk this way again because it just, I got an uneasy feeling. So through prayer, through relationship with God, he will give us those little insights that we need. Like mm, you might need to steer clear of that area. Uh, you probably shouldn't go there today. You know, we can live in a world of violence unafraid, but we still have to have our common sense. And I believe he will give us what we need when we need. Um, God is not about a spirit of fear, but we have to know what we're living in. You know, we have to understand the times that we're living in. And the devil is on, he's on a rampage because he knows his time is dwindling down and he is seeking out whom he may devour. And he is going after anything. And he is just looking for that little opening, that slight little opening that will give him so he can get in there 
and just spread like a fungus. And that's why we have to be prayed up, put on that armor, and not give him an inch. Don't give him anything. Don't even show a sign of a crack. That's why, Lord, if you see anything around my children and my family where it looks like there might be a dent or a crack or a little hairline crack fixing to patch it, don't let anything happen to them. I have to keep praying about it. And it don't mean that I don't think God can trust them with a the crack or anything like that. It just means we got to be vigilant and stay prayed, prayed up and stay on guard. Now is not the time to get relaxed. If anything, it is the time to suit up and be ready for war. Because my friends, we are in a spiritual war. We are not fighting against flesh and blood. But we are fighting against spirits. And whether you believe it or not, there are spirits that roam this earth. Looking for whatever it can devour. It is very, very real. If hell was not real, if the devil was not real, there would not be a need for a heaven. If hell was not real, Jesus would have not went to hell in those three days that he his body was in that tomb and fought the devil. If hell was not a real thing. And people, I've seen it in my lifetime. When I was growing up, I mean, you heard preachers preaching about hell and fire and brimstone and then they got so relaxed and they kind of like well that was just pushing people away people didn't want to hear about that so then they started prettying up things and making things a little more delicate now time for that people need to hear truth and hell is very much a real place and it is a place we do not want to go it is if we think this is hell on earth <laughs> hell is bad and some people, this is all the heaven they're going to have is right here on this earth that they're living. I would hate to know this is all my heaven I'm ever going to have. I don't want that. And I, I mean, this went in a direction I had no intentions. But at the same time, hell is very real. And all of this that is going on, all this violence and this craziness, and you can't even really listen to anything without it being something about violence. It's everywhere, and it used to be we were in such a little small town. It didn't even creep up into our towns, and if it did, it was just one of those few and far betweens, and it just rocked the, the town, the county, and just threw us all for a loop, and now it's just like it's just become so common, and that's sad that that is the common, that that's the norm. That is really sad. But we can pray and God can cover us and our families. And we can pray and have relationship with him and know that this ain't our home. We just getting through to the day he decides to come and take us to our heavenly reward. Mm, I can't wait for that day. There used to be a time where I would think, you know, it's, yeah, it's okay. And, you know, if, if he don't come right now, it's fine because life is good. I don't think that way anymore. I find myself more and more thinking, Lord, you can come now. You can come now. I'm, you can come now. <laughs> you know, and it's just, it's just the way it is. But I love y'all. I hope that this helps you in some way. Just stay prayed up. Just realize that you are not fighting against flesh and blood, that we are fighting against spirits. 
we're fighting against a very real devil and his imps. And, um, you know, just stay vigilant. Keep your armor on. Stay prayed up. And we will get through this. I love y'all, and I will see you in the next one. Bye, y'all.